Hey, good morning. It's Patricia Murphy. It's Tuesday. This is Seattle Now. The Dobbs ruling overturning federal abortion protections had ripple effects across the country. One we're feeling here is more men are getting vasectomies. The shift is opening a new conversation about responsibility when it comes to contraceptives and unintended pregnancy. KUOW public health reporter Eilish O'Neill will tell us more in a minute. But first, let's get you caught up. An order by a federal appeals court yesterday upholds Washington state's ban on the use of so-called conversion therapy of minors. Treatments known as conversion therapy attempt to change someone's sexual orientation or gender identity. Washington banned the practice on minors in 2018. A faith-based therapist challenged the law last year, but was rejected by a panel of the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. Artificial intelligence is huge right now and only getting bigger thanks to Microsoft. The company says they're entering a new phase of a multi-year, multi-billion dollar investment with OpenAI, the company that makes the popular text generator ChatGPT. The two companies have been intertwined for a bit. Microsoft gave OpenAI a billion dollars in 2019. Now, the company won't say how much it's sinking in this time, but the New York Times says a source puts the figure at around $10 billion. And get out your change jar. Dick's is bringing back 19-cent burgers to celebrate their 69th anniversary. The special is running at different locations all week, so if you're inclined, start planning. Visit today at Wallingford and Capitol Hill locations. Tomorrow, check out Lake City, Holman Road, and Crossroads. If you haven't had your fill by Thursday, plan for a trip to Edmonds, Queen Anne, and maybe Kent. Limit is one per customer, and you've got to grab it in person. Just a note before we get started today, we're talking about reproductive health and birth control. For the sake of clarity, we use the word men to refer to people with male reproductive organs and women to refer to people with female reproductive organs. But we know it's not that simple. Gender, identity, and anatomy don't always line up, and we wanted to acknowledge that. Also, a reminder for those of us who haven't been in a health class for a few decades, a vasectomy is a pretty simple procedure. It takes about 15 minutes and essentially disconnects the tube sperm use. It's an extremely effective form of birth control, about as close to 100% as you can get. The number of people getting vasectomies is on the rise across the U.S., Here in western Washington, the number is up 34% since the Dobbs ruling came out last year. We also tend to think of vasectomies as reversible, but that's only true in some cases. So the stakes for getting one are pretty high. KUOW public health reporter Eilish O'Neill has been looking into the increase in vasectomies and how it opens up the conversation about who bears responsibility for preventing unintended pregnancies. Hey, Eilish, really glad you're here. Thanks for having me. So there's a rise in vasectomies happening. Tell me what we know about who's getting them. You know, the stereotype in our minds might be that men in their late 40s, early 50s, who already have a couple of kids, go and get a vasectomy to prevent future pregnancies. I spoke with a vasectomy provider. She said that's a pretty like steady stream, that that number hasn't changed much. What has changed is younger men who don't have kids, don't want to ever have kids, they're coming in for vasectomies now. What an interesting change, Eilish. Now, what did you hear from men about this decision to have a vasectomy now? I spoke with a couple of men who signed up for a vasectomy 
kind of the second the Dobbs decision happened. Evan Polgino is in his 40s. He lives in White Center. He's been thinking about getting a vasectomy for years. Ever since in his late 20s, he and his partner had an unplanned pregnancy and they actually decided to get an abortion. So for him, the question of failed birth control was not abstract. A lot of the men I've known in my life haven't talked about birth control or like it's not something that's on, the top, on their mind. That's kind of always felt off to me. Another person I talked to, Jackson Peven, he's in his late 20s. He's pretty sure he doesn't want kids. And when he saw his female friends' reactions to Dobbs, how personal it felt for them, even here in Western Washington, where in theory an abortion is still available, accessible, legal, he said he wanted to do his part to prevent an unplanned pregnancy. Our society puts so much onus on birth control on females. I think that it, it's not necessarily fair for that to be the case. Like I, I've had partners in the past who um, birth control really um, affects their moods, affects their weight, affects their appetite, affects every, like it is ridiculous at what levels that it goes to affect them. He's not as sure as Polgino that he doesn't want to ever have kids. So he's actually freezing sperm before he gets the vasectomy. And he said he would prefer another option if there were some sort of pill or gel or reversible hormonal birth control for men so that he could change his mind in five to 10 years if he decides to change his mind, that that's, that's what he would prefer. I'm glad you brought up options like pills or gels, Eilish, because there are a lot of different options for women who are interested in controlling their reproductive health. There's tons of options for contraception. And if one doesn't work for you, you can go to another one. Vasectomies are one option for men. Beyond condoms, I don't know of any others. Yeah, that's right. I mean, women have this whole menu. Do you want an IUD? Do you want a pill? Do you want an implant? So many options. And for men, it's just condoms, which are not 100% effective. Uh, and then there's vasectomies, which are pretty much permanent, and that's it. Why are there so few options, Eilish? Is it just that we expect women to be responsible for something like this, or is there something else going on here? There are a couple of reasons. The first, as you mentioned, is plain old sexism. Women in our culture bear the responsibility and the risk of an unintended pregnancy. Another's actually scientific. Hormonal birth control for women works by mimicking pregnancy because women don't ovulate. They're not fertile during pregnancy. So if you make the you know, body, quote, think, end quote, that it's pregnant, then you prevent ovulation and the woman doesn't get pregnant. And men don't have a period of time in their reproductive life cycle when they're not fertile. Men make sperm from when they're 15 till when they're 95. And so it is harder to come up with something to just just a light switch for male fertility. You know what's interesting about this, Eilish, is it sounds like the Dobbs decision has opened up a conversation about who bears ultimate responsibility for birth control. What did you notice when you were reporting this out? Yeah, like Jackson Peven, I heard from men that they 
wanted to share the responsibility. They wanted to share the risk and men love their partners and it doesn't feel fair to them for women to suffer the side effects of birth control and to have to take kind of sole responsibility for this whole risk. Like we've been talking about, there aren't many contraceptive options for men right now. I wonder if this conversation that has started and become more open could potentially change that, Eilish? That's a good question. I asked Dr. John Amory. He's a a male birth control researcher at the University of Washington and a family medicine physician, how far away we are from a male birth control actually being on the market. And he said the joke is that we've been five to 10 years away from that for like 40 years. Mm. He says researchers have lots of ideas for male birth control, a vitamin deficiency, but that only affects the testes that would prevent sperm from developing other kind of hormonal birth controls that would prevent men from making sperm, a gel that you have to put on your shoulder every morning, kind of the same way a woman has to take a pill every morning. There are lots of things in development. All right. Well, there's development, then there's actual production. What is standing in the way of that five to 10 year period, Eilish? There are two things standing in the way. One is money. An investor who could take something that has been tested out in small clinical trials and do those kind of large clinical trials that are necessary for FDA approval and then actually, you know, take the gel or pill or whatever form it ultimately takes to market. There is a huge potential reward to investing in male birth control because if you think about it, the potential market is men all over the world who are in a relationship with, or sometimes in a relationship with, a woman of reproductive age. So even if only a small percentage of them want whatever birth control option you're marketing, that's a lot of people. But the downside is the risk. Every single birth control on the market pays out lawsuits for unintended pregnancies. Like if you think about an IUD for ectopic pregnancies, birth defects that may or may not be tied to the birth control. So if something went wrong in the large clinical trials or in the early days on the market, and there were a lot of unintended pregnancies, for example, or something like that, or some side effects, it would be expensive fast. And so what Dr. John Amory told me is that a company needs to be willing to go under. It needs to be a startup that is like willing to just like pay out all the lawsuits and file for bankruptcy as opposed to an existing pharmaceutical company that that can't take on that level of risk. What an interesting commentary, Eilish, on our medical system that there is no research and development push at this point, even though we've been five or 10 years away from it. Eilish, you said there were two things at play here. What's the other thing standing in the way of these medications coming to market? Yeah, the second thing is how our regulatory agencies work and how new drugs get approved. Birth control tends to have side effects, like IUDs give women worse cramps. Pills make some women moody or make their acne worse. There are a host of side effects for the various birth control pills, but what the FDA weighs those side effects against is the risk of an unintended pregnancy, and pregnancy is super risky. Like, 
you might get hypertension, you might get gestational diabetes, you could even die in childbirth. There are a lot of risks to an unintended pregnancy. So the FDA, when it's looking at a male birth control, the side effects of the male birth control pill and the risk of the unintended pregnancy live in different people. So the patient who's taking the birth control is not going to get hypertension or gestational diabetes or die. It's his partner who could get gestational diabetes or die. And so what the male birth control researcher I interviewed for this story told me was that he thinks we need a new paradigm, this paradigm of shared risk, that, yeah, okay, so this male birth control has X, Y, and Z side effects for the man who's taking it, but the risk of him not taking it is a pregnancy in his, an unintended pregnancy in his partner. Fascinating. The idea that we are all responsible to one another, Eilish. <laughs> yeah. And that men love their partners and are okay with, you know, taking on some level of risk in order to prevent a pregnancy. Yeah. KUOW health reporter Eilish O'Neill, really appreciate your reporting. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to Seattle Now. Today's episode was produced by Claire McGrain and Brooklyn Jamerson Flowers. The show is also produced by Caroline Chamberlain Gomez, Jenny Cecil Moore, Brandy Fullwood, and Vaughn Jones. Matt Jorgensen does our theme music. Seattle Now and KUOW Public Radio are members of the NPR Network. It's an independent coalition of public media podcasters. You can find more shows in the network wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Patricia Murphy. See you tomorrow.